enjoyed these four days. So they live like so much. school holiday, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's the that's the things I dread. It's like leaving camp. Yeah, it is like and leaving that's, camp. That's the, yeah. honestly the moment I hated the most as a child was leaving camp. What we do here is go back, 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 back. episode of the bros and brews podcast season four weekly brew number 29 and it is one of those special episodes where we are staring at each other (laughs) directly in the eyes and not quite knowing what to do with each other um as mentioned in previous episodes i'm up in auckland it is what is it 6 15 on monday the 28th of march yeah and this is literally the last thing we're doing before I go to the airport to fly back home to Wellington. I've been here since late Thursday and somehow in four days we haven't found time to do the podcast. But (laughs) the moral of the story of this is that it's been a business trip. A business trip. Not a holiday. Exactly. And we're just finding time to squeeze this in. Uh, Yeah, coming coming live from... from, uh, Matt's new apartment. Um, I guess I'm a bit desensitized to it now after being here for a bit. But before we dive into all that, we have a range of beers in front of us. We bought these on third Friday when we thought we'd have all sorts of time. We're debating how much uh, would be responsible to enjoy before going on a flight, so we may not get through all of them. <laughs> Our original plan when we went to the, what was it? A New World, New World Metro, Metro Queen Street yeah. was to walk in see if there were any old favourites that we might taste and rank against each other, or if there were lots of new ones, we thought, well, maybe we'll do new rankings. We settled for a bit of both, and that we've bought two classics that have rated highly individually for us in the past to compare, mm-hmm. and two new beers. We know what both of those are, so it won't be any traditional brulette, Not but we brulette. thought maybe we'd try a new beer uh, and do do some, I guess it's it's comparing rankings to try and synthesize our lists a little bit yeah i guess so i mean i remember my ranking for one of them but i don't remember i don't know your ranking no no but our lists have sort of existed beside each other and we've never quite figured it out true i think the only beer that we've the two beers that we've done the white mischief and the lamington yes and we sort of got across contamination but let's dive in so the two beers that we've bought for this uh well it's not really brulette it's just, well, it's not brutal. Just, 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 just beers and beers. The two beers that we've done before and we're going to rank is both, well, they're both Garish Project. The first is Garish Project's classic Pacific Pale Ale from their core range, Harpy Days, which I believe I scored 8.4. Mm. And in my rankings, is the highest Garish Project beer on my list. Yep. The other one I'll let you introduce. Uh, yes, is also Garish Project Party and Bullshit. Uh, which is, as I turn over the can, a hazy IPA. And I ranked it a solid nine. It was pretty high. It was pretty high. It's, high. it's my it's, It is my highest. Yeah. So it is the highest garage project, but also the highest. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we crack a can open each? We'll pour... What are we doing? One? Are you going to keep a can? or are we? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. But cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Thank you for a nice uh, four-day business uh, <laughs> session. Yeah. I'll just pour you a little touch of this uh, this here pills and no it's not pills it's party and bullshit party and bullshit a beer that you've had before how often would you say you've had this 
Ooh, I think I've had it. How many times in your life have you had it? In, in my life, probably about three, four times. Okay, okay. I think I've probably only had the Harpy Days three or four times, but it was just so good when we. Uh, I realize we've we've swapped. Well, is that not the point? I was pouring you one, and then you're gonna pour me one. <laughs> well, I have poured you one, but we should start with one, right? Oh yeah. Wait. Okay. So I'm drinking this one Stay, first. You hold that. Hold on to this. I'll put this aside. <laughs> No, we should do it the opposite. Let's start with the Harpy Days because it's core okay, range. It's core range. I'm sorry. I'm, you can yeah, tell I'm off I'm, the airport and the time is now yeah. 50 minutes. I need to pour. I'm pouring. I'm pouring? Yeah, you could pour. Um, so yes, based at Matt's apartment, which is very, very nice. Uh, it has been, well, it's been an office. It's been a a place for sleep, a place for, for great food, for some good gaming. We're going to get into all of it, but we should Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh, that was satisfying. Wow. Mm. Um, the happy days. days. It's just good. It's just... It's just a straight up easy easy to drink. It's just so refreshing. Mm. You know? It's not trying to do too much. No. But, like, not in a bad way. It just, like, lacks... I guess it's quite sweet when you think about mm. it. Like... Because I feel like the pale ale... True. I know this is a Pacific pale ale, but the pale ales we've had, I feel like part of the reason why we haven't liked them, or at least the ones I've had, have been that there's no sweetness. Yeah. And this is sweet in the way that like a lager is kind of refreshing, but it doesn't have any of that like metallic lager. Nah, totally. I mean, you think back to the when we did our strong pale ales. Yeah. That was just a whole other league of mm. no thank you. Mm-mm-mm. So... This is, it's, yeah, it's easy to drink. It's so nice. Mm-mm-mm. Um, all right, I'm going to put that down. I'm going to pour myself a touch of party and bullshit. Hazy IPA. Not core range, but it's been around for a while and it's probably, yes. like, I guess sort of core range now. Oh, do you know, I, any, I, do you know I, what I mean when I say it? Yeah. I, I see it more often than not seeing it. Like, is this probably their first hazy or like their oh. staple hazy? I would maybe say it's their staple hazy, mm. but I don't know. There's a good question mm. and stuff I should probably know. Cheers to some party bullshit. Oh, oh wait, I'll do on. the top. Go. There we go. On the fly. Cheers again. Mm. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> That was a big I, smile. That was yeah. a big smile. I really like this. Mm. It's, well, we know you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's sweet. Like, it's still got that sweetness to it. But I just feel like it's a lot more rounded out than what the Happy Days is. Mm. I mean, it's completely two different beers. Um, but, yeah, I don't. I just... I like this. It gives me, like, strong notes of, like, a double IPA. But it's it's just a, it's just a hazy. Mm. It's mm. It's... It's what I expect a hazy IPA to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's just doing it right. I feel like if you deviate from this as a hazy, you need to be doing something interesting well, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. Like, this is safe zone in yep. a good way. Mm. And then sometimes the hazies go off in a weird direction. I'm like, actually, I'd rather it was just this. But sometimes they do something like more totally. interesting. Um, I'm going to pour myself a bit more. Would you like a bit more I of this? actually would. I've taken quite a few sips of this That's already. Right. Here we are. Thank a little you. 440 mil. Mm. But uh, what a four days it's been. I know. A really um, a long, I don't want to say a long trip, but normally when we've done these podcasts in person, they've been quite frantic, right? Like the one where I was up. I remember we were 
shoving one in before we kind of had burgers arrive and when you've been down in the <laughs> past, you know. But no, I've been lucky enough to stay here at the uh, the apartment. And we should thank our uh, our third musketeer. I know I'm the third musketeer, but <laughs> we should say thank you to Morgan, avid listener of the show. Avid listener. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Morgan, uh, who's currently not here. Not not forcibly so, just not here. Not here. <laughs> um, and I actually didn't get to say thank you to Morgan for the trip. Yeah. So one of those wonders yeah, you just yeah. completely forgot. Yeah. To, for reasons that people don't need to it's know. It's fine. <laughs> but as well as texting Morgan later on, I'll say thank you, Morgan, for such gracious hosting. I haven't been hosted by friends for quite a while. Mm. Like I've stayed with family in places, but it's been so nice. Like it has reminded me of things like three four years ago where you like stay with friends and you kind of become part of furniture i mean we've been joking because you have a spare room right that like yeah (laughs) it'll be interesting to see how you guys interact with each other once they go on why don't you how's it felt for you i mean you've only lived here for about a month month, and obviously it's been a big thing for you guys moving in together to now have someone share infringe on the space compliment the space like Mm -hmm. justify it your honest opinion to having someone yeah. here. <laughs> no, my honest... I mean, I've loved having you here. And I think, like you said before, it's the fact that the reason you're up here is not necessarily me. Yeah. But it's for us to, like, you know, do yeah. our work together. Mm. So we have had more time. Yeah. It's not like we're doing different things and stuff like yeah. that. So it's kind of had... It's been nice to have kind of my full attention on you for once um but in terms of here hosting Mm. it's been so nice Mm. i think the beautiful thing that it's done is kind of justify our decisions with the flat yeah true in terms of second bedroom obviously being office gaming room but can quite easily convert it into a second room Mm. with people staying if we need to um the big enough couch the big massive table you know it's small decisions like this that are like yeah that is Mm. that has worked out um and i know um morgan last night was saying that you know we've climatized the fact that you're here <laughs> yeah so it's going to be weird when you leave being like oh no james isn't here anymore you know like it it's, it's been that nice and that easy yeah. um and yeah i it's it's gonna be it's gonna be sad you going because i've enjoyed these four days so they did like so much. school holiday yeah right? totally yeah. and that's the that's the things i dread it's like leaving camp yeah it is like and leaving that's camp. that's the yeah. honestly the moment i hated the most as a child was leaving camp um yeah and it's just gonna feel like that because it hasn't been this whole i'll see you for an hour i'll see you for a few hours you've literally been yeah. living in my place yeah. for four days which has been so nice other than 90 minutes today and sleeping we haven't done in and, and morgan going off to work this afternoon mm. there hasn't been anything we've just hung out hung yeah. out for four days and even when you live with someone that doesn't really happen that often. Maybe at the start of flatting, mm. where you're like, what should we do? Should we cook? Should we, do should we go get food? Let's go do something, bro. Yeah. This doesn't really happen. I think quality time can be really hard to find. Yeah. Especially like when I've come up here in the past, when you've come down, because mm-hmm. you spend time with other people, but for whatever exactly. reason this trip, uh, actually that's not true. I did go you see did some go family see fam. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but because this was framed as a business trip, which it was... <laughs> The business trip we'll call this episode um i mean the primary reason to come up was to work on the show with matt which we've done very successfully um but everything else has kind of been a bonus to that and i think that's been free totally. you know that that need to socialize and mm-hmm. to like 
must have fun can sometimes make it hard whereas this time we've you know we've had hours where we've sat around and not really done anything totally in a good way yeah yeah I mean but we well that's just that we did achieve a lot these past four days while like we I think we balanced um, business and pleasure uh, quite well there was pleasure all right (laughs) Um, but as you said like we used because I have no idea how you've used the space before, right? mm. but you know, I've slept on the couch. I've slept <laughs> yep. the first night. We, I just, we couldn't be bothered. So I slept on the couch and had a great sleep. So, you know, it's sleepable. Yep. Have also slept in the spare room, have sort of used the kitchen to cook with people here. We've sort of had people over on the first night, which yep. is probably where we'll turn to next. Mm-hmm. You now we've used the TV with knowing three people can sit on the couch, yep. cards at the table. True. Just, I guess, living in in a space like it's just. I mean, it's awesome. The place you have here is is, mm. is great. But yeah, maybe we should wind the clock back to Saturday. Uh, not Saturday, Thursday, Thursday night. I fly in uh, as Matt had told me previously, but I'm not sure we'd mentioned on the show. Thursday was going to be was was already prepped to be your first night playing D and D Dungeons and Dragons with Ooh. your new group. The mic is yours. Why don't you just... I don't know. I guess you've had enough time now, right? Like yeah. It's funny in the moment. You're so in the moment. <laughs> your friends all left. It was like, oh, I want to play more. Yeah, do more. And now it's been, I guess, what, three days, four mm. days since. Um, the game itself, the atmosphere, how you feel about it now, all that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And to everyone listening, like I've mentioned it before, I've been watching a lot of Dungeons and Dragons online and on YouTube, watching Critical Role and things. And Dungeons and Dragons was always a world I wanted to get involved with. And many months ago, there was a few of us that were like, yeah, D&D, like, let's do it, let's get into it. And me and Morgan kind of got into the, you know, looking into it a bit more. And that's when I started watching it and looking at characters and things like that. And then, yeah, about a week or two ago, Morgan was like, just made a group message with all of us that had talked about it. And we're like, we're doing it Thursday night, our first session. Um, And that's exactly what happened. So we had three friends come over um, and then Morgan, Morgan and I, uh, yes, please. I would like some more. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, Morgan and I, so there was five of us. Um, Chloe, our really good friend being our DM, which is our dungeons master. So basically, she is the one that overlooks everything. She creates the story, the characters, pushes um, pushes the narrative in certain directions, and things like that. Um, and it was a, it was so much fun. I think we basically got together for the concept of just trying to learn Dungeons and Dragons, getting our characters together, and all of that kind of stuff. But we did kind of go, let's just start this campaign. So we all started out in a tavern. And we all met each other for the first time. Um, pickpocketing happened. Performances happened. Dwarves were there. Dwarves were there. Carrying there was a bard off. A bard off. Carrying drunk, uh, drunk members upstairs into hotel rooms that were not ours. Um, venison was sold. Venison was first sold. and successfully, and then later on successfully. <laughs> And it was it was so much fun, uh, and and that's exactly what D and D is. It's like we we built a, you know Chloe DM curates the world, but we create the world around us, and we really can do whatever we want. And I think in the sense of role playing and improvisation and things like that, it was so much fun, so much fun. Like you were saying before that when we finished, I was like, we're not meeting up for another two weeks. 
Like, that's so long. And so it kind of get, and that that's for reasons, you know, obviously the DM has to figure out what happens next time mm. and where the story gets driven mm. and for us to kind of sink into our characters a little bit more. So yeah, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to getting back into it because like I said, it's that improvisation role play character work that is just in our wheelhouse so mm. I just want to play that more yeah. and I know the uh, two of um, our members in our campaign aren't actors yeah. um, they just want to role play and you know and just just play along so I'm I'm stoked that it's started yeah. and it's something that we can stick to yeah I think the key thing like the key analysis for me was uh, I can't remember who it was that said this, but someone was mentioning about it being like pure creation. No, not yeah. pure creation, pure imagination and how yep. infrequently we are just imaginative in this age. Oh, it was, yeah, Morgan said that. Yeah. Yeah, how yeah. It's, it's nice to have something to, uh, like, have, yeah, have that imagination rolling because yeah. it isn't something that we have going all the time. Even with the show, which, you know, the last four days has been us going all right we have these pieces we need to cut them down we need to you know do some edits and who you know which of these pieces are solo pieces mm. and which of them mm. are both of us and you know we're using our imagination and some amount because yeah. we're trying to picture how this is going to look but we're using source material like totally. that's the kind of whole thing even with even with devising which we will be doing eventually when we rehearse the show totally. and as we've talked about with your uh, rest in peace show that was not to be <laughs> yes. um, even with that devising like you come in with kind of a loose idea of what the show is mm-hmm. and then you devise based on this but the whole point of D&D is that like kind of anything can happen anything and, goes and you know Matt and Morgan had said that the night was on and I was like cool I'm there with bells and whistles like give me a beer and I'll watch from the end of the table but <laughs> it was amazing how quickly I uh, I didn't wish I was a character in, yeah. in the world but how quickly I became engrossed as a third party where you know I think you would find it very difficult to sit at the end of the table on your phone oh, totally. it doesn't matter what kind of person you are because you have an opinion on on what's happening and well, that's what, yeah. that's what I remember. I remember you saying uh, at one point in the campaign when we were in the tavern, this dwarf offered to buy us drinks. And so he brings us all over drinks and I just kind of picked it up and started drinking it. And James kind of leant over and was like, uh, it made a face at me. Are you, you going to... Uh, uh, and it wasn't until later he was like, I would have checked if anything was wrong with that glass or if yeah, something yeah. had happened to yeah. it. And you're so right. From a third party perspective, it's yeah. like... Oh, what would I have done? Like, yeah. what you know, yeah. what what could I have done? And that's the thing yeah. with D and D. Once you make a decision, yeah. you've made a decision. Yeah. There was one point where, even before that, when you came in, and I can't remember whose character it was before everyone had kind of grouped together. Someone was like asking how much drinks were or whatever. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, I spy the sign on the tavern thing <laughs> that says two for five jugs of mead from happy hour, and oh, we're in a happy hour. You know, I just I had that thought. I didn't say anything. Yeah. But, that you know i couldn't turn off the imagination that i totally. was having and absolutely there was part of me that was like oh i should have mm. i should have made up a character yeah. but it's quite an in-depth process that's something i didn't quite realize totally. with dnd that you know you you have to figure out what your backstory is and what you stand for and obviously yep. you figure that out more and more as you go along yep. but 
you know, it's not as simple as like, oh, let's play tonight. You have to put in put in all this work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, type. Yeah. What race you are. Yeah. What type of character you are. Whether you be a warrior, sorcerer, all that kind of stuff. It's whether yeah. you have a god, a do god, you in god's a, plural, yeah, or you are a, faith, your alliances. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's full on. And I think the beautiful thing about my character, just to quickly mention, is that he's not entirely. Or sorry, they are not entirely sure of faith and you know religions and guilds and things like that and chloe the dm was like okay well maybe you might encounter some things Mm. down the way and that excites me Mm. and i think going forward with Flickr, my character uh yeah it'll be interesting to see how they kind of come across Mm. that so Mm. yeah very excited i've talked enough about dnd it's it's sick i can't wait to mention a little bit more down the road yeah it was so much fun um, what I think we should do at this point is we should open. So we have two more beers here. Yeah. They're both hazies. Um, they are from two different breweries, neither which Garage Project. I think we should open this because we yeah. can compare it as a sort of an, a core hazy IPA to what we've just drunk. And then, because you know, if this that's is, a great if idea. This is better than than party and bullshit. Then you have to give us at least a nine point one. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I'm going to open our next beer. Uh, we're sort of quickly running out of glasses. I have this, but I'm I, aware that you I, have. I literally just sculled my party and bullshit. Well, that's okay. You can have a little. Why don't you distribute? Is there any? Le- there's none left, eh? Uh, n- no. That's right. Distribute fifty percent of that across, so you have it to uh, to to taste. And then why don't you just pour me a little bit of that? And uh, what? yeah, yeah, because that's the this is the happy days. That's right. We'll finish it off, and then we'll use our vegetables. So this is the last time we're going to try this. So just from a scoring oh, perspective, I see. scoring perspective. Thinking, I mean, we can yep. score it now. We we'll do this want. now. Yeah. Um, the happy days, I think, deserves better than an eight point four. Mm. That's my opinion. Mm. As I look at where it sits in comparison to the beers that sit above it on my rankings, um, which is not up to date. I'm looking at an old picture. The 8.4s that I gave were White Mischief and the Saison du Nectar North End Sour. Beyond the Clouds, Batch Brewing West Coast IPA was an 8.5. Bitter Bitch was an 8.5. Falcon was an 8.5. Mind Funk was an 8.7. That's a Juice Head Sour. Bird's Eye, the 8.8. I think I would boost the Harpy Days from an 8.4. And I would have at least join Falcon and Bitter Bitch on 8.5 maybe even take the step up but i think yeah. i'm going to keep it at 8.5 i think it deserves to be with those two as so, two core range beers that for me if you offered me those three mm-hmm. i wouldn't i really wouldn't know what to choose so mm-hmm. i'm going to push it up a point one in my scoring system nice what say you yeah it's really interesting drinking the partying bullshit and the happy days back to back yeah because i went back to the happy days and i was like oh this is still really nice really nice it doesn't feel like flat or weak or missing not at all it's just like I said sorry that's uh, that's okay that's the sound of a Black Sands hazy IPA Mm. I I really think the main difference is just how it kind of rounds off but that's the hazy aspect the hazy is is I find very rounded Um, however the happy days kind of doesn't quite get there at the end for me and that's not something bad that's just the beer itself so honestly, I think I, I really agree. I don't have my scores in front of me um, on what else I've ranked. I know I've got uh, actually quite a few things up in the eight point sevens and the eight point eights. 
the thing is, is that I kind of want to put it up there because I think it ranks with some of those really good beers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my instinct is is telling me just to go that one step up and give it an eight point six. Nice. Because it's uh, you could uh, it's such an easy beer to go and grab yeah. on the go if it's if you need to, or yeah. quite often in bars. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing. Like it, it is so often featured by people that are featuring a garage project yeah. beer. And it has not been the case that all the core project beers have scored really highly. Mm. Like, I didn't really like Garage Projects, Garage Easter, Pills and Thrills, not really. You know, just yeah, because yeah, score yeah, age yeah, doesn't yeah. mean it's really good. I think this is, along with, for me, some of the Parrot Dog classic beers, yeah. in terms of the most accessible craft beers that you'll find all over the country, totally. just an absolute classic. Totally. Cool. Why don't we try Trying the... This? Black what Sands. It? What is it? Black Sands. Black Sands Hazy IPA. And Black Sands is uh, is the name of the brewing company. And We're it's about from Kelston in Auckland. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even realize that. No, I thought Black Sands was the name of uh, the name of the beer rather than. Oh no! I knew Black Sands was the brewery. Right. Um, I'd seen it before, but have not had it before. Right. Well, uh, cheers. We'll see how cheers. it sticks up. Oh, that's good. All very different. Oh, wow. Very different. A lot more aromatic. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So it says New England style hazy IPA with low bitterness and a True. big tropical fruit character. True. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, unpreserved. Not that I really know what that means. But low bitterness is is not something I've seen like on a can before, mm. even though it's sort of probably featured in, in the thing. I'm... Drink that. Compare it to the uh, party and bullshit as you please. I'm going to have a little tipple. I've talked to sort of allow you more flavour time. But what are your initial thoughts on that? Yeah, it's uh, like I know it's I know it's not what it is, but it almost reminds me of like a nitro. Have you ever had a nitro before? No. So nitro is basically a beer where it gets pumped through um, uh, like uh, not not nos. What is it like? Can like oh, yeah. Carbon dioxide? Carbon dioxide. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nitro, that's what it is. So it gets passed through and it makes it a lot more silky. Uh, it gives it a real kind of silky texture. I don't know. For some reason, this just gives me really smooth. But it's the aromatics that's kind of getting me. Yeah, you see how you just kind of poked your tongue out a little bit? It has a, it has a flavor. And I don't know what the yeah, flavor is. It's quite aromatic. Like it, it, it tastes quite florally. Mm, you know mm. how some perfumes or colognes or something like that can be have that quite aromatic hit, not in the sense of like a scent. But it, it, it's, it's got something trying to come through it. It's um, so... It's really interesting. Mm. And, this, and the way that party and bullshit mm. I don't want to say does nothing but it's like a really that is what a no nonsense good hazy IPA is whereas this is doing something else now do I like it more not necessarily but mm. no one I don't think would <laughs> just how you really feel <laughs> I don't think anyone would drink this and accuse it of being boring like something totally. it would be more to your taste or not to your taste but there's something weird going on with mm. us that you know, we've had weird beers on both on the podcast and not on the podcast before where instantly I've gone, ooh, I don't like that. But yeah. this, I don't dislike. No. It's just, I can't quite figure it out. No. And it's not as easy drinking as the, the party bullshit, I would suggest. Yeah, fair. Yeah. It's it's nice. Mm. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, 
interesting will be the word we go for that mm. we'll ponder that and we'll come back we'll, we'll come, come back, back later we'll on. do that at the end why don't I just give you a little, little yeah, top please up do. more just so it's sort of in the cup as you go yeah but yeah I mean what going on from our business trip we moved from Thursday night into Friday that was Friday. Thursday night only Thursday night only Thursday night Friday was the day wasn't Oof. it it was uh, Friday was all business we got up we uh, we didn't have breakfast <laughs> No, we didn't. That's right. Terrible way to start oh. your business day. But we got up. We sort Such of uh, we bid Morgan farewell to work. We had the office to ourselves. I was very happy to sort of make a coffee, and you know, Matt is probably I don't want to say undersold the apartment visually because it's really hard to describe. But you know, it really does have wide windows, and you look out, and as someone that's never lived in an apartment building before, it mm. feels kind of completely different. And you know, we got started. And, Basically, what we did on Friday, for probably seven hours, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Over the course of the day, not in a row. There was a lunch break. Um, yeah, we just we did lots and lots of work on the show, which is what I said before. We don't really need to go into, but was reading through all these pieces, that extracts that make up the show, and doing cuts and figuring out who was doing what. And there was a point in time where there was a break suggestion. Matt was like, no, keep going. We've got to keep pushing through. And that's how you know that, that it was uh, all business, no pleasure. No, it was good fun. <laughs> there were some toasties had, some excellent toasties oh, made by Matt. Yes. Very thin Vogels was the sort of secret to the success. Yeah. But it was, what was in those? Egg. Uh, so I did a fried egg, um, mm. sunny side down, uh, ham, yep. cheese, pickles, tomato relish. Simple, but so, so good. So good. Um, and then we kind of knocked off just before Morgan came over. Yeah, about five-ish, I think, is when we knocked off. Yeah, and I think there was we had thought that we'd maybe do podcast on that day, but I don't know about you, but I was so tired because oh, totally. we'd actually done so much. We'd done a lot of mental day. work. It was a lot of mental work, but yeah, that day was kind of all all business. Yeah, you know, we we did eight hours of what was basically a rehearsal or like a workshop day. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, that was sort of the the main thing about about Friday. Well, and then beers were had after. There were a few beers, there were a and few then beers. there were a few more beers. <laughs> um, what did we do for dinner? We should say dungeon as you follow our food journey. Burgers were had on Dungeons Dragons night. What oh, did we have yeah. on Friday? Uh, Friday, we. Oh gosh, what did we have Friday night? Oh, the chicken. Morgan made us some chicken drumsticks. Oh yes, with some uh, uh, sweet chili veggies uh, and and mash and mash. mash. That's right. So good. It yeah. was really good. Yeah. And that was one of those days where, you know, when you have dinner and you just eat it so quickly, and you're like, yeah. oh, I both haven't eaten enough today, but I'm also hungry because <laughs> yes. I've, I've worked. Yes. That, that was honestly the feeling that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday weekend, the three of us. Uh, you know we. We kind of just got up and we hung out. I don't know what did we do for the day. We just moseyed out. We did do a little bit of work for about an hour did, or so. We did. We did. And then we had other things we wanted to do that afternoon. You proceeded oh, to get into yes, your March, March madness. madness. Yes, I watched my UCLA Bruins go down to yeah. uh, another team, that which was sad. Was sad. Uh, Matt did some some work on a streaming, which you know I've is I can't. You can't bloody stop hearing updates about listeners and, and viewers and <laughs> comments and they're commenting in Spanish and <laughs> use this and it's like living in an influence paradise. No, but you know, you've yeah. got, you've, you, I was surprised by you saying, I have to do this editing, I need to create some content yep. and yep. you know, you're very, you're, you're keeping a tight schedule. Yeah, I think that's just it. Like I am not putting the pressure on myself to stream. 
when I want to stream live, it I really have to be in the mood for it. But what I did when James was watching the basketball is I went into the room, I played some video games, I played Apex, and I just tried to perform or do whatever I could, make some content, download that content onto a USB, plug it into my laptop, and then try and make some little funny videos for TikTok. And I'm actually really enjoying that because... People are engaging on it on TikTok. People are liking it. People are seeing it. People are commenting it in different languages from around the world. Look, I'm not saying it like it's massive, but it is not what I thought uh, was going to happen with me in TikTok. And I've almost got 500 followers. I've almost got 20,000 likes. Um, I've got over 300,000 views coming up on 400,000. Like it's, it is crazy to me that that's how that is where it has gone. Mm. Uh, and it's going to keep going. And like I said, I think last time, my aim is just to keep building TikTok and people will slowly start coming over to the stream mm. as I commit to streaming more. Yeah. But right now I don't want to put any pressure on it. Yeah. It happens when it happens. It'll ha- and you know it'll happen yep. that's well it is happening yep um but that was saturday and i don't remember what i don't remember how we got to this place but we got to a place where saturday night we decided that we were doing takeaways yes uh, yes i sort of charged myself with being a decision maker which i never really am and um, you and i were both looking at you know uber eats we're really near k road which if you know Auckland is you know there's quite a lot of food options but we didn't want to get it delivered i suggested that we go somewhere close enough that we could go and pick it up and have it be hot when we got nice it back. and warm and we stumbled across on the internet um a nepalese food takeaway place called tama which mm. is just off k road upper queen street and um we were looking at this menu and we were like, this sounds really interesting because we yeah. talked about being interested in noodles and maybe we'd get something with veggies yep. and, you know, we, yep. we definitely, we'd already done Rice. burgers. We weren't, yeah, we weren't really like, pizzas without, you know, I don't want to say totally. Western food, but <laughs> we, were, we were very much in the, let's do some kind of mm-hmm. Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stumbled across Nepalese food. We had a whole big discussion about Nepal and their influences and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and quite a small menu online. And really what the menu was made up of was Nepalese dumplings, which are called Momo. 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 So they had a steamed option, fried option, and a chili option, and then sort of your pork chicken uh, vegan breakdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had a few, I would sort of roughly call them like curry options. So a goat curry and then two lamb dishes, which were not described as curry, but coming with rice and sort of being cooked mm. in a, I don't say in sauce, but in Spices. that sort of way. Yeah. Uh, and then they had some, two noodle dishes like chicken chow mein, uh, veggie chow mein, and then a chicken sort of noodle soup and a veggie noodle soup. Mm-hmm. After many, many going around. <laughs> we went back so, and forth so many times. What if we do this? What if we do that? What if we come with this? What if we do that? <laughs> Eventually we, uh, we wound up with uh, veggie chow mein, the goat curry, a lamb choiler, C-H-O-I-L-A dish, which we didn't really know what it was, but no. it was clearly smoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the dumplings and the sort of... The chili. The chili momo. The chili momo. And I don't know about you. I mean, we... we spoiler. It was really good. Oh. I don't know about you, but for me, that is one of the best uh, takeaway food experiences I've had in a long time. Yeah. Because it was just so interesting mm-hmm. and all the food was good and all of our discussion was about how different they were. The chow mein was really 
Chinese influence, but to me, I felt it was not as heavy as Chinese food sometimes is. It was sort of quite dry and, and mm. fresh in a way that noodles often aren't. Mm. Um, the goat curry was really interesting and very, you know, close to. Uh, so if somewhere between Indian and Thai, yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then the momo, very different. Like the dumplings, we were trying to figure out how to describe them, but not thin and stretchy in the way that a, a classic uh, Indonesian dumpling would be. No. We'd figured it was more sort of like pierogi, Russian dumplings, yep. that they were more not made like of potato, but kind of bit denser. Is yeah, how you yeah, it? Yeah, denser? So, yeah, well, no, it's exactly the word. It was denser because yeah. it's used with uh, whole flour. Yes. Correct? Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were. They were denser yeah. in, in how they were done. And we went for pork dumplings. We and did. the inside was... Dry is always a bad word for <laughs> food description, <laughs> but it was a dry pork filling rather than, uh, you know, dumplings, whether yep. they're soup dumplings or not, it's often, often wet. Yeah. And the chili sauce was almost like an Italian tomato chili, you know, there yeah, was something it was about it, I was like, this, <laughs> but distance, you know, you wouldn't describe that sauce, in my opinion, as being... Uh, of any kind of Asian cuisine it was much more sort of, I think Morgan said Mediterranean but again like delicious True. and then finally this lamb dish was I thought it was really close to sort of chicken tandoor or tandoor chicken or the, you using a tandoor to cook it I get what you mean because it's not a sauce it wasn't yeah, really it was a dry, sauce yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah. like a dry rub not dry when we it, was using dry it, it was a dry rub, rub. as in not yep. in a sauce yep. <laughs> uh, but so good and it came with this really interesting Flat rice, flat which rice. we didn't know what flat Never rice. Never seen flat rice. If before. I said flat rice to you, I would think no, thank you. Cleanmore Street, second year, <laughs> overcooked. No, no, it was it was the closest thing you could describe to it was coconut shavings. That's what it looked That's, like. Yeah, totally. But I guess whatever the rice starch is, flattened like a cornflake or yeah. like a and so it crunchy it like and it was just flakes. texturally really interesting, yeah. but really different. I never had anything like that no, before. Totally, it was. I agree with you. I think, like, for me and takeouts, I struggled so much for going for new places. Yep. I like what I like because I know I'm not going to be disappointed. I feel like if I have to go outside of my range, I'm going to buy something, get it, money for value, for taste. How, mm. You know, it's it's so hard to weigh up that option. And so when you were like, yep, we're doing this, we were great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when it arrived, four dishes between the three of us, Money for value. It I was think perfect. it was like 60 bucks for four. It was 60 bucks. four mains. Yeah. Six, so it was 15 bucks each on each yeah. one for three people. Like yeah. four dishes, yeah. $15 for three people. And we didn't need four. Like you could have, we could no, have got totally. one thing each and been I fine. mean, you're feeding me. Yeah. So. yeah. No, but we, in, <laughs> no, it was a Saturday. We, in, we indulged. I wouldn't we say did. we over ordered. We didn't over order. You could order one thing as a person. It would have been, yeah, would have been fine. For sure. But yeah, I take your point. Like if you discover a new Indian place or Thai place or Malaysian or like a cuisine that you're comfortable with mm. when you order from there I feel like the instinct is to order what you know to see how well they do what you know yep. and the nice thing about ordering from a cuisine that you don't know is everything is sort of like like cards on the table or the cards are off the table and weirdly I made this comment about 
Um, yeah, so I always think dumplings are like poor value for money. And then <laughs> we ended up getting them. And then more dumplings yeah, were... We, yeah, me and Morgan indulged in dumplings on mm. Sunday because we had those. We were like, they're not dumplings. They yeah. were, yeah. but they weren't. They were. So yeah, me and Morgan indulged on some dumplings yeah. on Sunday. God, they were good. But yeah, Nepalese food, highly recommend. Highly Tama, recommend. If you're in Auckland, highly recommend. So good. And just an interesting blend of like Indian influences, Chinese influences. Well, that's what we were saying. We we had this massive discussion about Nepal, and then it kind of rolled on in Tibet and Tibet, China. We were talking about and, yeah, how they we were all talking, yep. related to each other geographically, yep. spiritually, yep. politically, and yeah. it makes sense that when the four dishes were on the table, it was like. These are you all can really see the difference. You yeah. can com- yeah, you can pl- completely see the influence. But yeah, it um it completely worked. So yeah, Nepalese food, put Get it in there. put it in you. It's <laughs> so it's, it was so nice. It was really nice. Um, that was our Saturday, and then Sunday, you know, we were up. I mean, Saturday night we were up quite late, up till two. We were up late till, and that yeah. sort of rolled into Sunday. We didn't do a lot on Sunday. It was definitely a sort of I want to say dusty because I didn't. Oh, I, I, I mean, me and Morgan felt like we had hangovers. Yeah, I felt exhausted you, and you were exhausted, but you woke up like under overtired. Yes, yeah, I was. Uh, we won't go to that. I had trouble sleeping that night. <laughs> no reflection on the apartment. Um, but a lot of Saturday and Sunday was uh, Mario Party, and you know, I've spoken before. I'm not a gamer. I don't own a console. I haven't had a console in the past. Mario Party, you know, for me, I have always liked games that are accessible to people that don't game and honestly the first night we played I was like this is why I don't game because this is, this is, when this you're is not, so bad when you're not good it's not fun yeah no I totally that's agree that's the thing I totally when agree. there's not and then you have the thing where it's like the people that are good do feel sorry for you and then you're like <laughs> not only am I losing like I am the person that people feel the need to like feel bad <laughs> for which is a whole other thing but fear not listeners there was improvement <laughs> So much improvement. And the first time we played, I think, was actually on uh, Friday. No, Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. Uh, we won't go into the specifics of Mario Party, but it's sort of a, a multiplayer game. Like, you know, it's, it's almost like a, it's board, like a board, board game. It's a TV board game. It's a TV board game. But last night, I finally won for the first time. It was so good. And it was so good. It was and, so, you know, yeah. we, we talked about on Saturday when we were up at two o'clock, you know, standing in the lounge, like rowing a boat down a stream, you know. <laughs> Game, you know, gaming can be so much fun, and in a in a non, I mean, it's competitive. It was, but not yeah, in like yeah. a. You know, you were you were watching. I can't remember what the name of the game. What was the game that you were watching the next day? You know, the championships of. Oh, the ALGs Apex Legends uh, Global yeah. Series. Yeah. Uh, all right. Not in like that competitive level. We were, totally. It's sort of the closest thing I would compare it to would probably be like Mario Kart. Yeah, totally. You know, Crash Team Racing, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, so that has been a real enjoyment for me because mm. it was just something that I would never do at home. Not because I don't want to, but just the inaccessibility of it. And you know, card game, mini card games. Well, we had plenty Pizza of card games. featured, Hanabi featured, Carbo. Highly recommend that as a game. Yes. You fall in love with yeah, some Yeah, I've, I've fallen in love with a new game, game called Accordion. Trying to keep a pack of cards out of Matt's hands. Yeah, right. Accordion. Uh, yeah, completely weird game. I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, check it out. Accordion. Great, great one player card game. A one player card game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can I? I'm just going to quickly say, watching you play Mario Party on that first night was both. I was very proud, and like you said, I was quite sad at the same yeah. time because I could feel you being like, "This is this is exactly why I don't play video games and I can't yeah. play video games." Yeah. But you last night winning was like, 
Yeah. Like the perfect redemption story. It was yeah. it was so much fun. Because we played Mario Party Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And it was it yeah. was it was so much fun. And we likened it to being up at one, two o'clock in the morning to us being in Glenmore Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watching random stuff in the lounge till yeah. like late at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it really did feel like those, like, you know, not yeah. that it's bad times, but the good old times. You yeah, know? Like, sort of like, I kept thinking of like Wii Sports vibes, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Very like child, childlike enjoyment. And I should say that like, you don't have to be good at gaming or, or win at gaming for it, for it to no, be fun. Totally. But when you don't know how to hold the controller and it's so <laughs> yeah. clear that like you don't know what the I hell need you're to practice. Doing, <laughs> at a certain point, you're like, you know that's the oldest watch vibe but we got there and that's the nice thing about having been here for four days and you go one night next night you improve and next night you improve totally and um yeah today was kind of the day we were the one bad thing we felt we like we sort of hadn't more said we haven't shown you things. we haven't, we haven't gone anything. out and I was like, yeah but it's a business trip <laughs> no this morning we went to mission bay we had a coffee and yeah we i guess sat at the water we sat at the water it was and, such a nice morning and uh one thing other but it fits delicate Feeds delicatessen. I was invited to Sandwich Saturday. Oh, Sandwich Saturday. If you want to hear yes. about Sandwich Saturday, message us because we don't got time. I got a flight to catch. <laughs> but Mission Bay today, we we collected some some karma points. There was some good Samaritan stuff had. Um, we were on the waterfront. We sort of saw a driver's license that was face up on the, the raised sort of edge to the beach. And we did the sort of... the Your instincts always, do I leave it here? Yeah, well, exactly. Do I... Do I try and, you know, take it somewhere or, yep. you know, and there's also the, not that is this my problem or not, so how willing am I to do something about this, but also sometimes the best thing is to actually leave something where it is. For sure. For example, I've, within the last six months, my wallet has fallen out of my pocket near my car and I found it within five minutes. And if two minutes after I dropped it, someone had picked it up and taken it to the police station you know, sometimes leaving something where it is actually is the best course of action. Yeah. But we picked it up, quick, you know, search. We found the person online. We're like, all right, we'll take this. There was a mutual friend. We went for a bit of a walk. We came back and we're like, do we do we hide it in the sand and <laughs> take a picture and send it and say, this is here? Do we... Ultimately, we decided the best course of action was to take it to a, uh, a shop in Mission Bay, leave it with them, and message the person. You were tasked with that duty, so I'll let I you was. continue the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it. We decided, okay, let's leave it with a store. Uh, Matt, you do it. Okay. <laughs> so I walked across the road to a Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's Mission Bay. Shout out if anyone goes there or is listening. Hello. Um, and yeah, jumped inside and went in there um lovely lovely woman working behind and basically i was like hey um i found this over on the beach uh, would you be willing to accept and like and you know and keep a hold of it we've been in contact with the person they haven't gone in contact with us but yeah could you hold on to this and she was like yeah that's absolutely fine of course we can do that and then we had this slight discussion before but then i i then proceeded to ask um can I please pay for an ice cream um, so when they come to receive their card, um, they, they can have an ice cream um, that's already paid? And she was like, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. She kind of stuttered. She, yeah, of course, we can do that. Well, we can put a voucher on it. I was like, that would be perfect, please. And then she went to go and do that. And then all of a sudden she, she turned to me, she looked at me and she was like, actually, I'll put a voucher on it anyway without me paying or anything she 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 didn't take my money 
but she said she was going to put a voucher on with the card. So when that person came to come pick up their, their driver's license, they also got uh, a voucher for Ben and Jerry's and get, could get a nice cream as well. So that was such a nice feeling that this kind of, like you were saying, this feeling of like, what do we do? Like, do we help? It, it turned into this, this is actually going to be potentially a really lovely moment for this person because I know how what it feels like we all know what it feels like to lose something oh it's just the worst so to be able to be potentially rewarded or gifted a little sweet on top of that I felt so good so this whole rest of the day has been from that moment really lovely man we had some good bagels after that like it was it was it was goodness really gracious nice. Auckland again don't have time but goodness gracious bagel was very good Far superior to Best Ugly Bagels. I'll just put that out there, do your own research. Uh, but those bagels were... They were, they were young. Great. They, they were, were generous. Generous bagels. They were generous. So good. But yeah, it's been a it's been a funny, interestingly mix of mostly business, a little pleasure, but again, mostly business. Um, <laughs> five days. And yeah, I'm just going to say thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast to be here. I mean, the fact that we haven't done the podcast until now has just spoken to the fact that there hasn't been any pressure, pressure to do anything totally and also the time has been been full you know yeah. we haven't been like i guess we'll do this because we have nothing else to do and the fact that you know this is always a, oh well, we'll do an episode yeah the fact that we're doing it i'm literally getting picked up by matt's mum to go to the airport in, in seven, seven minutes, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for having me and i'm excited to come up more yeah you know that's the thing totally. and, and it didn't have to be a, you know, see you and then go somewhere else. It's just nice you have extra space. So yeah. thank you very much yeah. for the trip. It's been such fun four days and I didn't want to go to work tomorrow. I know, I know. <laughs> Go home. But it's yeah. Like, oh, my mum, I had so much fun. I'm like, Fran, you wouldn't believe like we hung out. And she's like, yeah, cool. I was yeah, there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to steamroll off that, it's been so lovely to have you in a capacity that we haven't had in a very long time no we haven't we honestly know, we haven't of 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 really staying over and having the time to just just hang out and do really fun things it's been so nice me and morgan and ourselves are quite a competitive couple <laughs> and we love playing games don't listen to that laugh so so to have you over and you know if we had nothing to do we played some games we played some cards we played mario kart but in, in that same fact, we just hung out like bros as we always have been. And that's been really just refreshing. Yeah. So thank you for being here. It's nice to know that this place works. It works. If you come here again. Um, so yeah, thank you from yeah from the bottom of my heart for just being uh, one of my really good mates. I mean, I'm shrugging, holding two beers, you know, <laughs> watching the sunset. Um, but we should do a quick score before we go. I I mean, what do you want to score first? Do you want to score the, the Black Sands and then come round to your revised score? That feels sort of appropriate. I think the Black Sands, as I have a quick sip of that, have a quick sip of that. I think for me, it's interesting, but I probably wouldn't choose it again. Yep. But it's not... It's it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I, would, I would order a half of it, probably. That makes sense. I, I totally get that reasoning. I think it really lives in the sort of 7.6 world for me. Wow. High or low? No, that's exactly where I was thinking. Wow. Yeah. I, no, I was, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Like I said, it's, there's, 
really nothing wrong with the beer. It starts coming down to will I will I pick this? Will There's something quite botanical to it. Sorry, I've just finished it. The off. botanical. That's yeah. exactly the word. I think that's the word I was trying to think of. You know, I'd say if you're a gin drinker, you'd like this. Mm. And we'll, I mean, we do both drink gin. Yeah, totally. And, but there are people that, do, if you didn't like gin, gin, stay away from it. Mm. Mm. That's such a good description. So um, are you giving it a seven point six? No. So I was I was actually going to give it a seven point seven. Oh, okay. But I was in the oh, same. Oh, now you're ringing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah a little higher. Slightly a little bit more. My palate is more expandable. Um, no, I, I, I think yeah. There's, there's really nothing wrong with the beer. It's definitely a beer that you can go for. Um, but it's uh, it's just not up there with the rest of the league that we have. Um, but seven seven, still respectable. It's a great score. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Why don't do I'm, you want to go first for Paddy Bullshit, or should I go first? Do, uh, mm, okay, no, I'm going to go first. Yeah, I'm I think gonna, so because yeah. you've already scored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm not changing. Okay, nice. It's 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 my favorite, like my most favorite beer we've had mm. with Brulette. Wow, um, that is—I mean—that's seriously no small thing. No, no, of course. Yeah. I just—I love—I just love how rounded it is. I love the taste of it. I just—it is a beer that I will will go for. It's for my palate. It just does so many things. Every time James has watched me, every time I've had a sip of it, I've literally, you smile. I you smile. smile. I smile because I like it that much. So yeah, for me, I'm I'm keeping it at a nine because nice. I I just really think it's there for me. So I am glad that I we tried this with the Happy Days because I think it's nice to have a reference point. I I think I would score it higher than the Happy Days, but if you were saying to me, should I get a six pack of Happy Days? Or like four of these, I wouldn't want more than one of those. I agree. It's not a bad thing, no, but I agree. from a cost value, how can you purchase it perspective? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it higher than the Harpy Days for me because I think if you were to give me a can of this and a can of that, I would find the Party and Bullshit more interesting. But for I sure. find them really close, so yep. I'm gonna give Party and Bullshit by Gage Project an eight point six. Nice. Which, other than any scores this year because mm-hmm. I don't have that list in front of me would be my third highest rating behind the bird's eye parrot dog hazy at an 8.8 and the mind funk juice head sour so oh the mind funk yeah yeah, yeah you've yeah, never yeah, had yeah. that no, we're going to no, have to no, find no, no. somehow source that for you yep. but it's really good really good and again I think if we were to compare our rankings we could probably do some sort of <laughs> boost mine up a point three, and we figure out where we are for sure uh it is officially pack up my stuff and go to the airport o'clock. Um, <laughs> any fast fast thoughts? Last thoughts. Oh, fast and last n- thoughts. No. Oh, uh, basically, it's, yeah, my mother is here, so we have to go. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, and just thank you once again for just being m- my great friend and for everything that we're doing in the sense of the show uh endeavors in life what we had planned um in the past are now obviously gone but just for wanting to continue to uh just do things with me uh and be there so thank you you are welcome and uh thank you for having me that's all i want to say it's been a great it's been a great four days uh we truly have to leave there. we I do, do we do to have to go so all that is left to be said in the most authentic way possible is we will see you next time I'll be waiting for you to come around Hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground